the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, October the 25th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. In 1859, radical abolitionist John Brown went on trial in Charlestown, Virginia. He had tried to raid Harper's Ferry. It had failed. Brown was convicted and hanged. Today, in 1881, artist Pablo Picasso was born in Spain. Today, 1910, America the Beautiful, words written by Catherine Lee Bates and music by Samuel Ward. It was first published. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. Today, 1945, Taiwan became independent of Japanese colonial rule. Today, in 1960, the Bull of a Watch Company introduced its electronic Accutron model. Didn't have to wind it anymore. Did have to replace the batteries, though. Today in 1971, the UN General Assembly voted to admit mainland China and expel Taiwan. And today in 1983, a U.S.-led force invaded Grenada at the order of President Ronald Reagan. He said the action was needed to protect U.S. citizens there. A number of other things happen today in history, of course, but we try to name just a few of them each day as we start this program. It's healthy to remember what happened in history. It gives us a perspective that we would not otherwise have on the current events. But I will tell you that each day as we look back at history, that causes me to look at a lot of information to share with you some of what I look at in the program each day, and it reminds me. There were simpler times. Life was better. Life was more simple in the past. We have complicated it to a level that is almost indescribable. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. But first, but first, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 says, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. We live in a time today that makes us all feel a little powerless. We live in a so-called democratic republic. They call it democracy, the left. They're always talking about democracy while they take away our freedoms. But um, sometimes it causes us to feel a little faint. The Bible reminds us, in fact, encourages us. In fact, it tells us not to grow weary in well-doing. Sometimes we have a sense of, does it matter? Will it make a difference? It will. Psalm 18.2 is one of my favorite verses when I'm feeling a little, oh, like my, my gas tank's getting a little low. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. That pretty much covers all of the emotions that we can feel in day-to-day life, and particularly, again, as 
we live in the times in which we live. These are very, very, very perilous times. There's no question about that. I was uh, reading this morning, there's, there's a piece out today by Bill Donahue. He's the Catholic League president, very conservative. He's kind of a leader. He is a leader among the conservative Catholics, certainly here in America and in Europe as well. He said this morning that President Joe Biden's full-bore backing of the transgender cause, even for little children, is beyond creepy. I'm quoting Bill Donahue, the leader, the head of Catholic of the Catholic League. He said, I feel very, very strongly that you should have every single solitary right, including use of your gender identity bathrooms in public, Mr. Biden told a transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney during an interview in the White House on Sunday. It's hard to believe that Biden endorses, Donahue says, it's hard to believe that Biden endorses the right of confused boys to shower with girls. He noted in Monday's essay, today's essay, that given that Biden himself used to shower with his daughter Ashley, at least according to her account, a practice she said was probably not appropriate. Donahue says any man who would shower with his daughter when she's old enough to remember it is a creep. Donahue, the Catholic leader, says, when added to his support for sex change operations for little kids, becomes beyond creepy. He underscored Biden's odd decision to sit down with a transgender activist for a lengthy interview with the midterm elections just a few weeks away. Especially, Donahue was surprised since the president's position on gender issues is far more radical than that of most Americans. Well, I would say without doubt his views on transgenderism and human sexuality is weird and it is beyond the pale of most Americans. But what he's seeking to do is to normalize that which is not normal. I don't want to talk about this. I hate talking about this. I do. I'm sure Paul felt the same way as he penned in his letter to the Romans. We know it as the book of Romans in the Bible. I'm sure Paul had moments as he wrote those words in Romans chapter 1 and beyond, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and so on. I'm sure, but particularly chapter 1, I'm sure he didn't care to write that. It isn't something you want to dwell on, but when you live in a world that is obsessed, as the President of the United States is, with human sexuality, particularly the perversion, the destructive perversion, and he himself as the leader of the free world, as the highest office in the land and in the world, really, is trying to foist this on little kids, four, five, and six-year-old. You say, Gary, you're overstating it. No, I'm not. I agree with Donahue. It's it's creepy, and it's concerning. And if you're a biblical Christian, I don't know how you find it within yourself to support that kind of leadership. Forget the politics. Democrat, Republican, Whig, Tory, I, whatever. Forget all that. That's creepy. We don't need that kind of leadership in America. Satan is doing well on his own. We don't need that. Paul writes in Romans chapter 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated 
under the gospel of God. The chapter goes on. You're familiar with it. I'm sure many of you are. Verse 13, he says, Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that sometimes I proposed to come unto you, but was led hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among the Gentiles. This whole idea of I would not have you ignorant, brethren, reflects on something the president said on Sunday, President Biden. He said, people fear what they don't know. And I'm going to come back to that because that is a trap. We do fear what we don't know, but he's using that as a trap to bring people into an acceptance of what he sees as normal. God sees as unnormal and not normal. Paul outlined that in Romans chapter 1. He said in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. He establishes the faith, and what is the basis of the faith? And then then he begins to talk about the social issues, as we call them. He said, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. He said, Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. About what? In verse 21 he says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Verse 22, these are not my words, these are God's words. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to a corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The President of the United States is advocating dishonoring your own body, claiming God is wrong, God made a mistake. There isn't just male and female, there's all these variations. Verse 25 says, Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did not change the natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of the air which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient." And Paul concludes this section of his letter to the Romans. We call it verse 32. He concludes, he says, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. They celebrate. Not only do they find themselves living this kind of a lifestyle, but they celebrate those Others who are also doing that. I suppose you could call it Pride Month or whatever. It's very concerning 
What is this about Sunday, the Lord's Day? Well, (laughs) President Joe Biden welcomes six progressive activists to the White House. He calls it now this news. It's a presidential forum. He does it with other issues. The woke news website that they, some guy in his, or person in his staff has come up with, it's not a bad idea. It's just that he's misusing it. He misuses everything he touches. The Woke News website forum features a Democrat-friendly topic such as gun legislation, abortion access, the climate crisis. They talk about that, and they bring in younger people to attract a younger crowd to this. And these kids that are hearing the president, are I've heard the same thing in the public school classroom. So one of the interviewers was this transvestite activist, Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is famous on TikTok and all this kind of thing and is living out his life and wants to be a girl and so on. The president labeled every American who disagrees with the LGBTQ, especially the transgender movement, as fearful because they're uninformed. That was his message to the nation, to the world, on his thing on Sunday, the Lord's Day. Actually, many of us are fearful, and we are disgusted because we are informed. And, of course, that's what we try to do on this program every day. And I want to just take a moment and thank you for your support of this, because we couldn't do this without you, and we wouldn't be here without you, and I mean that seriously. Each month, we look at the income and we look at the outgo. And you have stood with us now for a number of years as we've been doing this. But it's been tough lately. There are some who aren't able to support us in the ways they have in the past, and we need your support. And I'm not going to I'm not going to yield to the temptation to talk about it too much, but the need is there. And I'll tell you that and when the support isn't there, of course we won't be here. But we do need your support. These are tough times. We need you to stand with us financially. And thank you. Our address is box three nine nine Bellevue, Washington. 98009. Mulvaney, as I said, is a biological male. Begins the interview with the President of the United States. Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. Biden, a self-proclaimed Catholic, responds, God love you. God does love him. Jesus Christ died and shed his blood on a cross in public for Mr. Mulvaney, who is a man, but he wants to be a girl. God died on the cross in his son, only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for our sins. Otherwise, there is no redemption for our sin. And we will spend eternity in hell without redemption. Hell is real. The president holds these many forums with youth on some of the most controversial issues, as I said. Transgenderism seems to be on his mind all the time. He's obsessed with it. Bill Donahue's right. He's obsessed with it. Mulvaney lives in Los Angeles. He responded, he said, I'm extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to resources I need, and that decision is just between me and my doctors. But many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think, speaking to the president, this Mulvaney guy, he said, do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? Biden responds. 
I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question. As a legal question, I just think it's wrong. You know, I think I was saying before we started out, my son, my son, my deceased son, I'm quoting him verbatim, used to be the Attorney General of Delaware. He passed the most broadest piece of legislation. Biden was talking about his late son, Bo Biden. He said he was unable to convince others, or he was able to convince others to enact legislation that dealt with gender-affirming capability. I was not aware that Bo Biden was committed to this agenda to that level, but if, perhaps he was. Biden, Biden says, so I feel very, very strongly that you, you, should have every single solitary right, including including use of your gender identity bathrooms, but public. I think he means you can do whatever you want to do in the bathroom. Forget about the girls that are in there. A normal-thinking person would wonder if the girls who are forced to share their bathrooms and locker rooms with these boys pretending to be girls, do they have any rights? I have two daughters. I have granddaughters. I think about them sometimes. I guess it doesn't matter in Biden's world. It's sad, but it's true. There's concern on the part of the president that society is blaming the cultural downfall on non-binary people. He and Mulvaney talked about that on his Sunday forum. Mulvaney responded, he said, it feels like Republicans have turned trance and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on, in some ways, he said, and this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health, but also our physical safety, and particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate. I looked into that, and to be honest with you, there are some murders, but alarming rate, anyone who gets murdered, one person is alarming. I did not see what Mulvaney is suggesting, but that is not my point today. Biden responded, Mulvaney asked, how can democratically, he kind of took over the interview at this, at this point. He said, Mulvaney said, how can Democrat leaders be more effective in advocating for us transgender people in our own families, in our own lives, in our opportunities? So Biden then became the guest and he responded. He said, I'm not being facetious when I say that this, this but being seen with people like you, I mean, I genuinely mean it. I think what he was saying is I am giving you a great deal of, of authenticity by me as president of the United States meeting with you. That would be true if that's what he was trying to say, and I think it was. That would be true. He was affirming that. To anybody that isn't informed, that are just is passively listening, they'd say, wow, you know, that, there must be something to that. We've got to get behind these people and facilitate them and get them the drugs and the surgeries and all that they need. There's something compassionate a bit, at least, in I think most every person, there are those that are, as Paul wrote, are given over. That's a different category. But for the most part, people feel sorry for people that are, if they appear to be abused or not serviced properly. Then President Biden said this, looking right into the camera. It was a hollow look, but he was looking right into the camera. 
He said, people fear what they don't know. They fear what they don't know. That's a quote. Sometimes we do. He's right. Sort of. Biden claimed that some states are participating in politics that are outrageous and immoral. What's he talking about? He's talking about states that are bad. He's talking about Florida. He's talking about Texas. He's talking about states that stand up and say, no, you're not going to do this to our children. You're not going to teach this stuff in our public schools, and you're not going to haul these kids off to some hospital that's making a ton of money, and I'll come back to that in a moment, and put do an operation on this child. This child needs help. It doesn't need to be facilitated. That's what Paul was talking about in Romans chapter 1. He said he was talking about those who celebrate the depravity of others. He said they too are guilty. It seems like anyone who holds a different view than that of the activists is a danger intrusion into medicine, and that's exactly what the president was talking about. The American Medical Association has jumped on board. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to fix these kids. When Junior, six years old, says, boy, you know, I kind of feel like a Susie today. Get that kid into the process. Get him the pills. Get him the surgeries as quickly as possible. That's where we are today. That's why I talk about this. I hate to talk about this. I, would, I, I could give you a thousand things I'd rather be talking about today. But this culture and this president is obsessed with this. These kids need help, but they don't need that kind of help. American Medical Association urged this weekend governors to oppose state legislation that would prohibit medically necessary gender transition-related care for minor patients, calling such efforts a dangerous intrusion into the practice of medicine. If you don't believe what these people are foisting on this generation of young children growing up, then you are a dangerous intrusion into the practice of medicine. The parallel to that is if you're objecting to what the public school system is teaching your child in the classroom, then you are a domestic terrorist. Same thing. It's two tracks of the same rail. In a letter to the National Governors Association, the AMA cited evidence that trans and non-binary gender identities are normal variations of human identity and expression. That's not true. They're, they don't even have science to support that. And I'm just, I mean, what do I know? I'm not a doctor, but I can read. They are lying to the public. These people who supposedly represent science and medicine are declaring transgenderism to be normal. God says it isn't. I'm going with God. I hope you will too. Anyone who disagrees is a dangerous intrusion into the practice of medicine. You're a denier. You're a science denier. The Bible is abundantly clear that that God created male and female in his image and his likeness. There are no variations in that. We are sinful. We are broken. We need help. But this isn't help. This is destruction. It's child abuse. God help us. Dysphoria needs to be treated, not celebrated. Science needs to be to follow the facts, not pop culture. And they certainly need to stop following the money. Treating transgenderism has opened up an entirely new significant cash flow opportunities for doctors. Yes, it has. 
Doctors Without a Conscience. Sad. The Wall Street Journal editorial board published an article, they're concerned, it was back in August, expressing concern over the intensity with which the transgender activists, President Biden included, and the doctors who agree with them are pushing transitioning among youth. The journal said, Wall Street Journal, the editorial board, they said progressives don't merely want to win the country's cultural wars, they want to impose a Carthaginian peace. Well, I'm sure you know what that is, but that's a peace that Rome imposed on Carthage. They They called it peace, but it was complete domination. The Wall Street Journal editorial board is right. The journal said this, the last evidence, the latest evidence is a case involving the Franciscan Alliance that was heard a few weeks ago by the Fifth Circuit Court. This was about three weeks ago last month. The Alliance is a Catholic hospital system, mostly in Indiana, founded by the Sisters of St. Francis in perpetual adoration. It's an alliance that argues uh, in its brief, the government interrupted Obamacare's non-discrimination provisions to require doctors and hospitals nationwide to perform and ensure gender transition procedures and abortions or else be liable for sex discrimination. Specifically, the feds read the law to require that services be offered on an equal basis. For example, the, the Wall Street Journal board made this example. They said this, quote, If a gynecologist performs a hysterectomy for a woman with uterine cancer, this alliance says she must do the same for a woman who wants to remove a healthy uterus to live as a man. That's how far science has taken us down this road to destruction. The Alliance could not comply as a matter of conscience and medical judgment, neither could members of the Christian Medical and Dental Association. They're a good group. I've worked with them before. I've traveled with them, and I've done some dual speaking with some of the members of the Christian Medical and Dental Association on euthanasia in particular. We did some things. Well, they sued, and they cited the Religious Freedom Restoration Act with help from the Beckett Fund, They came up with some legal help. The district court ruled in their favor after their initial trip to the Fifth Circuit. They also won a permanent injunction. Yet instead of taking the loss, President Joe Biden and his administration is now appealing that. They're appealing the the court. That's how committed this man is to this transgender destructive thing that is being put upon our children. It is sick. It's creepy, as Donahue said. To repeat, the Biden administration said that they reserved the right, in in this last court case, that they reserved the right to punish religious doctors and hospitals for sex discrimination if they refused to do abortions or transgender surgeries. I would say to those who pompously claim to be Christian, yet vote for this kind of leadership that puts the power of the United States government against anyone who holds a biblical worldview regarding human sexuality and the sanctity of life. Search your heart. You know in your deepest heart this isn't what God wants for America or any other nation or people group. To the love wins crowd, this isn't love. It's moral and spiritual confusion. God is not the author of confusion. This movement is not of God. It defiles nature. It defiles nature's God. 
The Wall Street Journal said the government's appeal shows a bloody-mindedness that is difficult to fathom. Indeed it is. Thanks for being with me today. It's always a pleasure. We'll continue our conversation right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.